0: You're listening to the double-sized anniversary episode number 25 of Fresh Fresh Floppies. Floppies. I think I said flesh. You did. Fresh Floppies. (laughs) Cut. Take five. No. Shut them, give up the fight.
1: What's up to all our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the Geek Nation? You're currently tuning in to Fresh Floppies, a podcast uh, by Nolan J.D., wherein we talk about some of the floppies or single issues that came out today, Wednesday, New Comic Book Day, but spoiler-free so that you don't have to worry about having things ruined for you. You'll just be a little bit more prepared when you go into your local comic shop
0: to make your purchasing choices. That's right. The intention is for you to come educated. Yes. To come with an opinion, to be a sponge, for a uh, uh, metaphor—it fell apart. It's totally You're broken. Just crumpled. I mean, I, I probably could cut this out, but why?
1: Why would you do that? Let's start with the coal number one from Image Comics, from one of my favorite writers, Kelly Thompson, with art by Matia de Iulula, I, Iulis Iulis and Hassan Atsamani L. How. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Um, first, first of all. The presentation is gorgeous. The cover, do you have the same cover I do? Yeah. The purple, where she's just staring at the viewer. Yeah, this is hauntingly. The one by Mattia. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it's a good-looking book. It's got nice uh, cover stock. It's thick. It's, it feels thicker than your usual comic book. The, yeah,
0: the presentation is quite nice. It's not full-on cardstock, but it's also not the you know same uh, heavy. It's at the same weight as the interior pages, which themselves are glossy and pretty thick. This is a good book. This has the same build as uh, Black Cloud. What's her? What's her other book? Black. No,
1: Black um, Shoot. (laughs) Black Shoot. I forget.
0: This it's the same. It's almost the same exact um, presentation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, This right off the bat, the most beautiful book this week, if not this year, if not this decade. I've never heard of Mattia Dia Lewis, but holy cats, my dude.
0: Black Cloak, sorry.
1: Black Cloak, that's what it was. Thank <laughs> you. Um oh my god I I, I it's stunning. I cannot believe the art in
0: this book. So so I got I got some hot tape. Well yes. Art is gorgeous.
1: It reminds me of uh Jesus Seyez who had just recently did the Jason yes. Aaron Punisher run. Which yes. I love.
0: There's there's um there are a couple of the facial acting is fantastic, but there's a couple of there's like one or two shots that are a bit dark, uncanny valley. Oh, really? A little bit, but it's just it's just wonderful all around, so it's not that big a deal. Um, he he, I assume he um, just uh, sometimes when the characters are talking, hmm. there's a concerted effort to make it look like they're talking, and then sometimes it looks a little odd. Other other artists, I don't think would go through the extra mile. So, hmm. but. Um, a lot of times when work is this hyper-realistic, mm-hmm. it looks stagnant. Oh, this doesn't it's look not stagnant at all. No,
1: no. I, th- I thought you were leaning that way, and I was no, like, no.
0: no, not for me. No, because like I'll even I'll even contend that a lot of like early Alex Ross is just oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's boring. Yeah. It like so a comic book artist to me is supposed to draw your eye from panel to panel. It's supposed to have emotion to it, and a lot of times when the artist goes way too realistic. It mm-hmm. looks like still images yeah. and it loses that kinetic energy from uh, for your eye. Yeah. This doesn't this doesn't suffer from that. No, no, no. This at is all. this is awesome. This is absolutely awesome.
1: <laughs> and our story, without spoiling it if I can, is uh, seems to be a tale of missing children. So these different families are all missing, I believe, different kids, or is it just one kid? These teenagers are getting together in the middle of the night, well, the middle of the morning, I guess, like three AM ish, um, and they're telling their family that they're going to make a movie. Um, but that's not quite what they're doing, and um, I don't want to spoil it. But so I'm in.
0: It starts. It starts. Uh, first of all, this beach, this this ro- it's like haystack rock in the Pacific Northwest, the the Goonies beach. Yeah, it looks like it, but they don't. They, it's black water beach. That's fictional, but. Mm-hmm. Um, the cold open is just that, uh, big old monsters show up mm-hmm. and take some people and that's that. And, and then you, you just flash forward to these kids going to film a movie on the same beach. Yeah. And shit But happens. previously. No. Just, isn't it a flashback? This no.
1: is now and then 12 hours ago. No, this is before. And then now and then 12 hours ago. So this is a prequel. the The story that we're getting with the children. So they're
0: begat. They're they're about to.
1: I have a feeling this. that yes,
0: yeah. Oh, um, I it it was...
1: reminds me of even the way it's illustrated. Reminds me very much of The Mist, the yeah. Stephen King uh, film starring The Punisher. Oh, What's I guess that,
0: that I thought I thought this was them like years later. Nope. Fucking Mm-mm. around on that beach.
1: Mm-mm. Mm. All right, but cool. yeah,
0: this this is
1: um, if I may. Floppy AF. No, I always do that. Fresh AF. It's
0: fresh. It's, it's super fresh. fresh.
1: super fresh. The freshest. I'm super into this series. I'm already 100% down.
0: Yeah, this is really strong. This Highly is, recommend. This is an excellent blind buy for anybody that's just like, oh, that cover's cool. Yeah. Just get it. Yeah, It's great. You, you shan't regret. Um, I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with Kelly Thompson these days. Right? She's so good. Very good. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Uncanny Avengers from Marvel Comics also comes out today. Fall Part of, of the X. Fall of X, that's right. Uh, by Jerry Duggan. Uh, with art by...
0: Javier Garon. That's right. He was uh, the main Avengers writer during... Or, sorry, the main Avengers artist during the uh, second half of Jason Aaron's run. It's fine. I really like his art. Yeah? Yeah, I really like his art. Um, it's got a kind of jeff shaw playfulness to it it's um not quite realistic but also not too rubbery um i like his art uh his so i don't like that scene but <laughs> this page with <laughs> yeah what's your name not... Kwanan. 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 yeah um so this book so we uh, for 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 return listeners mm. we um we both read hellfire gala after years of not reading any x-men
1: I was blown away. Floored by it. Yeah.
0: And the question came up okay, now what? Yes. What do I read now? So yeah. we've been sampling each new X book basically since then, trying to figure out where the threads are. Yeah. Um, and Uncanny Avengers was like, oh, well, it's Duggan. Mm-hmm. So this must be. He's the architect maybe it. of what's going yeah. on right now in so the X for years. We universe. read X25, which I guess is also a continuation. I did not read Immortal X Men. Um, But here we have Uncanny X-Men. Or Uncanny Avengers. It's the return of the Unity Squad. Do you remember the Unity Squad? I remember reading the first issue of the Unity Squad and then giving up. I did not care. Rick Remender and John Cassidy. Uncanny Avengers. Yeah, Did not care. Um, I have the omnibus. I read it all. It was wonderful. Yeah, was it? I mean, the back half of it was uh, ramp up to an event that no one Mm -hmm. liked. Um, Axis, if you remember Oh my god, I hated that. I um oh, I boy. want to revisit it. I'll revisit it because I think it was just, it it feels like an event that was, uh, mismanaged, not poorly done. Does that make uh, sense? Sure. Like, yeah. Like forcing everything to kind of fit into it, as opposed yeah. to just being it should be during the book. Oh, uh, yeah, I hated that. Um, there was a lot of
1: lot of uh, events during that era that I really didn't like, like uh, fear original itself. fear itself. Oh, original I loved, sin.
0: I liked original sin a lot. Oof. Yeah, Not I like. And all.
1: Um, but I love the idea. Oh, yeah. I like the idea of an Avengers team led by Captain America to um, uh, include X-Men so that it's a little bit white savory. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm <laughs> Cap I'm uh, I'm the great white hope. Uh, hey uh, It's a
0: sapien savory. save <laughs> sa- 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 savory. Save savory, yeah. Also sapien savory
1: um <laughs> yeah selfish. it's basically like hey i'm captain america everyone loves me uh if you guys hang out with me you'll be part of the cool kids group um but i also do wonder w- <sighs> he's got a lot of murderers on this team he's got Quanin, who is psylocke who just uses ninja swords and also pur- purple mind swords uh and then um what is her name monet uh Monet's penance penance yeah penance Super stabby. Uh, Deadpool. Super shooty. Like, he's just got a lot of murderers on this team, and it feels a little strange that he would align himself with all of these people. (coughs) Unless his goal is to, you know, go back to the white savior thing. I won't let them kill everybody. Uh, By hanging out with me, maybe they'll be less murdery.
0: Well, I mean, so Cap doesn't have the same rules as some other superheroes. Hmm. He is not... Anti murder. He's just anti needless violence. Mm, um, that's
1: true. He was a soldier.
0: Yeah. So that actually comes up in 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 here. Uh, Psylocke actually says, "I don't think I can stand any lectures about my methods. They killed hundreds and thousands of mutants," and his response is, "Then avenge them." He doesn't yeah. say don't. He yeah. doesn't say d- do. Just mm. act accordingly, I guess. Yeah. And I really dug the uh, his little speech here about, "I have a little bit of experience fighting fascism." Mm, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There's. I, I, while I agree with your. Eh, it's a little off. I, it didn't bother me during the course of the story. Because mm. Captain America does have a history of going rogue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Against his. Uh, the tyranny of his own nation at times, which I dig. Um, I liked. I liked this book fine. Mm-hmm. But it read like a speed round of four other books. Like ninety percent of this book is recapping a bunch of other ones. Well, yeah, that is true. that is the. I know that that's often like a first issue thing. It's just I've I've seen it done smoother. Mm-hmm. I've seen it like there's there are. This is a this is a pretty poor jumping on point, for number one. You think? I think so. Yeah, yeah. like there's references to the free comic book day, f- four months ago. There's references mm-hmm. to. Um, something that uh, all the hellfire stuff before there's references to hawkspox. there's references to like it's this ha- the first half of this book felt like homework
1: but did um even though i knew most of it uh except for the captain krakoa stuff who has a just a goofy ass costume um <laughs> but i i think what i this is an avengers book not an x book Yes. Right. Just title alone. So I think the goal is to catch up everyone who's not reading an X book and is instead trying oh, to read fair. an Avengers book. That's fair. And then being like, well, I have no idea what's been going on in the X world. So I feel like, and and the way that he does this with um, Ben Urick telling mm-hmm. us, sort oh of, yeah, the he's text reporting. boxes
0: change color, and I'm like, oh, who's talking now? That did. I had to go back at one point.
1: Yeah, the yellow text boxes are Ben Urick. Who's the? Who's the? green green flipping, flipping, flipping. oh that's a good question <laughs> shit i don't know the pit under the quiet oh, wait is that blue where the mutants hid the worst of their kind
0: this is dead air uh, uh yeah i don't know who the the bluish tealish text boxes belong to
1: maybe that's an omnipotent narrator yeah, they don't really tell you. Yeah.
0: It's yeah, it is omnipotent. like yeah,
1: just telling us everything.
0: If that's the case, then but that's I mean,
1: this one, this one at least, I rough. feel like I know what's going on in this issue. Um, we've got the new mutant liberation front um, led by Captain Krakoa, Who's, who some people think is Scott, mm-hmm. which obviously it's not, yeah, um, because he's he, he's up to he's doing dirt.
0: So that's that's the only thing. So if I was going to continue this book, which I might. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only thing I want to know. Is like who Captain Krakoa is. Who's Captain Krakoa? Because mm-hmm. it, that's the cold open of this book. He is. He was either woken up or mm-hmm. recreated by Doctor Stasis, and I I can't figure out who it is. No, I have no idea. Yeah, which to me is is pretty solid mystery. Mm-hmm. He's we we find out at least at the end that he does have super strength because he's able to
1: break Captain America's arm,
0: twist it in half. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. Um, it's I I was coming at it from an X book. You're right. As an Avengers book, it's a little bit more and that's totally fine. But mm-hmm. as an X book, I, I, I feel like it's treading. Yeah, yeah.
1: I would say it's fresh enough.
0: I think so. Yeah. I think fresh enough. It's not bad. It's just yeah, it's a good primer you know, if like, you want okay. f-
1: If you if you have not been into the X Men, this will tell you real quick.
0: That's it. Very um, true.
1: Continuing the X corner, yeah, fall of this. X corner, Dark X Men number one came out this week as well, and this is by Steve Fox. There's two stories in this book. Both are written by Steve Fox. The first artist is Jonas Scharf. And the second is Nelson Daniel. Um, And I don't know who this book is for. I picked it up because it's got the Madeline Pryor... um, What is her name? The Goblin Queen? Yep. And I'm, you know... I want to say fresh off because that was a while ago. But, you (laughs) know, the the Dark Web miniseries that had Madeline Pryor and Ben Riley, the uh, Spider-Clone, Spider-Man clone, who now is called chasm and so this I'm not quite sure what this is this isn't quite the X-Men and it's not X-Force but it feels kind of like X-Force because it's all the like the more murdery sort of versions of the X-Folk so I I believe that this is an X-Men team that was put together before the fall of Krakoa because uh, these are all people who don't really jibe with what's going on on Krakoa they were sort of like... These are all outcasts from Krakoa who were like oh. either felt suffocated by being there um, or just weren't welcome. You know, they weren't they weren't gelling with everybody. So they're now living with uh, Havoc and the Goblin Queen, Madeline Pryor, who, for anyone who doesn't know, is a clone of Jean Grey. And she's in Limbo, right? Who... who, Who's in Limbo? She, she goes she back runs limbo. She runs Limbo. Yeah, yeah she's the Queen of, of Limbo, which is like a hell dimension. So, um... Yeah, and you've got Azazel. She's got her own version of Cerebro, Cerebro, which she calls the Mercy Crown, Mm -hmm. um, which is, like, disgusting. And it's got a spine and everything. Hot. Um, But then you've also got... Remember, remember though, that X-Men team from a couple years ago? They weren't quite X-Men. They were pretending to be X-Men. They were all a bunch of teenagers. Oh, yeah, Children of the Atom. Children of the Atom, yeah. Yeah. They're involved here, and um, one of their parents finds out that... So they, she turns them into Orcas. So it's very much Germans in World War Two era. I'm turning mm. in people uh, to fascism because I'm afraid. Mm. Um, so it's dealing with some interesting stuff, but I'm, I'm still not quite sure what the book is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I find that to be a problem. I don't know what the elevator pitch is of this, this book is.
0: Is this zero issue kind of yes. vibes? Like, okay, yeah. And
1: and then yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and and then the second involves uh, the second story involves havoc and you're basically I don't like this term but I kept thinking it cuck um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just the way that havoc has been who is uh, Summers who is Scott mm-hmm. Summers' brother trying to find his place and he's very much just being used by the Goblin Queen who's that artist in the second half um, so, remind me so, uh, Daniel that's like cute art, Nelson Daniel. Yeah, it's it's very much going through a week uh, of his time here with the Dark X Men, um, where we've got She Hulk. Uh, I also don't know some of these X folks. Like, there's Azazel, but then there's also this vampire character, mm. um, whose name I whose name to lose me. So, um,
0: what? Uh, how many times has Ben Riley show up? Once. Is it He for shows a whole up page? on
1: one page uh where she's oh, look like at him, there he is. Yeah, there he is, looking all casmine. Just he's just listen, he's in um I believe he's in um uh what's it called, limbo mm-hmm. but uh, he's just sitting on some rocks, looking out at the mountains. There's birds flying has he's to wear his mask.
0: Wearing his full costume. At least at least <laughs> in um, I think it was the Amazing Spider Man annual uh that featured what's her name? Madeline Pryor? No. Oh, Hallow's Eve! Hallow's Eve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at ben took his mask off. Wife. Yeah. His, his mask is off the whole time. He's just wearing the Chasm suit, which is also a choice. Yeah. Uh,
1: quick, quick side note. Yeah. I'm always tickled by stories where characters are wearing their full superhero outfits for no reason. Uh, <laughs> I'm always like, why are you do? Why are you doing that? I I, I imagine literally look, anything.
0: You know what? I used to think that, and now that I work from home mostly, <laughs> yeah, I wear gym clothes. All the goddamn time. Yeah, but
1: that, none of those is a full face mask.
0: That's fair, but, I mean, when you're, <laughs> work outfit, it's like, well, well you know.
1: I do not feel like getting changed. Yeah, like, yeah. I might as well just, just I'm just it. gonna,
0: I'm just gonna yeah. change into my pajamas. I'm not gonna bother with an outfit in between. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, look at his dopey ass. Look at that face. Yeah,
0: I, I despise his costume. I always have. Uh, Havoc's, Havoc's. Havoc's, Havoc's helmet costume. is. So dumb. Absolute trash. Yeah. It defies the laws. It doesn't necessarily defy the laws of physics. It defies the laws of any kind of taste. Of it, yeah. <laughs> good yeah. good or bad. Just taste.
1: Um, but yeah, it's basically just the whole second uh, story is telling us that Havoc does anything and everything that Madeline Pryor tells him. So and it, the very last scene is her being like, prove you love me. Show much, show much how much you love me. And he's just like making a dopey love face. So this is Barely fresh. Barely, it, uh, yeah, I'd say barely fresh. Barely fresh. Yeah. yeah. Although, I, I'm kind of curious to see where it goes because I do like the dark characters of the X-Folk, um, so I'm curious. But I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna stick with it.
0: Well, I'm gonna talk really quickly about something that I thought was 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 fresh, not very fresh, just fresh. not barely fresh, fresh. Okay. Um, it is Scott Snyder presents Dark Spaces, the Hollywood Special Number One. Mm. So, or you what's could dark just spaces? say the Hollywood Special. So Dark Spaces is a kind of an imprint that Scott Snyder, I guess has at IDW It was um, it's meant to be the only other book that's had the same imprint was called uh, Dark Spaces Wildfire Yeah which was a short story about a bunch of female firefighters who forest firefighters who are get involved in a heist Oh. Um, See, I so didn't even that know was, that.
1: I thought it was just a story about firefighters.
0: Like I didn't realize it was, it was, it was a heist. Heist. I thought it was um, like
1: here's how firefighting works. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you
0: want to fight some fires? It's yeah. a it's a it's a manual. It, yeah. How to. He created a manual about how to fight forest fires. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, it was a it was a heist. So it was that kind of like noir dark spaces. This is, I guess, the rules of dark spaces is anything kind of dark.
1: okay?
0: That tracks. That has space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where the darkness is. Uh Uh-huh. I guess. I don't know. But either way, um, this is written by Jeremy Lambert. Or Lambert. I don't know. With art by Claire Rowe. And colors by Jordi Belair. Oh. Jordi's all over the joint. Yeah. Um, This was good. Yeah. Uh, So it's set in the, uh, it seems as though the 1920s-ish? Yeah. Um, uh, Old, uh, uh, your, our main character, uh, Miss Drake, uh, something, something, Drake, is sitting in a booze car, uh, on a USO-style tour to uh, sell war bonds, uh, reading and writing letters to her abandoned daughter, who's oh. telling her to stop writing her. Just getting drunk. They finally get to their port, uh, which is a town literally called Minersville in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and they arrive, and there's no one there to greet them except a little girl with asking for an autograph. And they're like, what's going on? Where's everyone? And she said, "I promised I wouldn't tell. I promised I wouldn't tell." And then you find out actually everyone is over at the mine trying to dig out a bunch of miners, and it's collapsed. So oh, the gosh. whole town is helping with this effort. Oh, the movie stars decide to take off their shoes and go help, and just things happen after that. Mm-hmm. What's Dead the vibes? That is talk. Oh, okay. um, supernatural. It's supernatural, or or a delusion of the main character. Either gotcha. way. It's a, a Creepiness of foot mm-hmm. This was... So I thought that this was a one-shot. Yeah. Because I don't know why I just... The word special was like... It's oh, special. it's a one and done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Usually. So when it ended on a bit of a cliffhanger, I was like, oh, But it was pretty solid. And yeah. I loved the art. I loved this art. Claire mm-hmm. Foy. Um, it's got... It's a good-looking book. There's like hints of... Raphael Albuquerque, there's hints of Stuart Eminen in some of the facial acting. Mm -hmm. The coloring is really good. Like The art is awesome. So if you are into kind of nostalgic horror, yes, pick this up. Nice. Hollywood special, number one. I'm going to read it. Jeremy Lambert. um, Lambert. Lambert. Sounds fancier. Jeremy. (laughs) Jeremy Lambert. Lambert. Uh, Was writing um, Buffy with... uh, Staples, Jordi Belair. Oh yeah, yeah. Jordi Belair, Belair was writing Buffy.
1: Oh, Jordi Blair was writing Buffy, wasn't the she? The colorist.
0: I gotta look it up. Uh, here, check out the book. Yeah, it looks great. <laughs>
1: um, I'm definitely gonna read this. It, it, the vibes kind of give me um, lock and key a little bit.
0: Uh, yeah, like the bat, the the um, the cover at least. It's got. It's got some locking key. Yeah, Jordy Blair. Jordy Blair was writing. Oh, cool. cool. Buffy cool, the cool. Vampire Slayer nice. for Boom Studios. It was wonderful. That was doing. Dan Moore was on the art for the first handful of issues, ah. and then towards the events, the Hellmouth event, Jeremy Lambert started gotcha. co-writing and then taking over writing. So like, he's nice. in this kind of like noir, hoary, vibity vibes. It's fun. Yeah. This was this was this was fresh. Sounds as good. a blind buy yeah. so so far two blind buys go for it The Cull and Hollywood, Hollywood special. special yeah it's good stuff
1: alright let's wrap it up with the DC Universe we got two books Batman Superman World's Finest number 18 by uh, Dan no not Mark Wade and more Travis Moore Travis Moore right Travis Moore you're right with Tamara Bonvillain on colors Um, I miss Dan Mora anytime Dan Moore is not drawing this book I miss it that being said, Travis Travis Moore is pretty solid. It's pretty pretty. You know.
0: I I I'm gonna qualify your complaint with I always miss Dan Moore. That's right. Like, so it it's, could be anybody. So I'm I not gonna I'm not gonna dig not any book for not being Dan Moore because <laughs> a lot of books are not Dan Moore. Does that make sense? <laughs> and I'm like not digging
1: all of those books for because not they're being not Dan being Dan, Dan Moore. Yeah yeah.
0: I feel like that is unfair. Uh, um,
1: this is the secret origin of the world's finest team. I am behind on this, but you were like Jadles. Yeah. It's a jumping on point.
0: Basically. It's an origin story. Just get on it. And I went, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. So like we, we just got a really, really good arc by Dan Mora, uh, about artificial intelligence and new Mezo. Oh, I not nope, You read some of that? that. No, no, uh, no,
1: I'm still on the, um, the storyline about Metamorpho.
0: That's the same one.
1: Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: Yeah, like it turns... Oh, so I'm not that far behind. No, you're not. It starts with Metamorpho and then it turns into Artificial Intelligence. Oh, word. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, They are taking a break Mm -hmm. and doing like this little origin story. I think Mm -hmm. it's two issues long. Um, Travis Moore has also done in-between arcs. So in between the first and second arc, there was the date issue.
1: Oh, that was was great. Travis Moore. It was uh, Robin and Supergirl. Mm -hmm.
0: That was awesome. So like this is the book's pattern of big massive arc and with by dan mora and then mm-hmm. travis Moore comes in does one or two issues gives the man a break stays within the visual style of the book at least the cut has the visual style of the book sure naturally okay um it's not jarring that's for damn sure uh and you get a good little fun mark wade story can um, i
1: can i say my favorite part of this book is batman's outfit
0: Oh yeah, it's I love school. it's
1: it's the blue and the gray
0: without the yellow oval. Although
1: mm-hmm. I, I love that yellow oval, um, but he's got the 1966 Batman cowl with the black in the front mm-hmm. and the rest is blue. It's so dumb. It's a proto. I, I love, love
0: it. it. I love it. Yeah, and the 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 kind of big bad at the end of this issue. I was like, oh, all okay. right. Um, this was fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it's, fun. It's an in betweener. Yeah, it's, it, like it's 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 not. If uh, this wouldn't be the first issue of World's Finest, they give anyone, but it's not a dropping off point. It's jumping on. And I will say, after this arc, they're revisiting the Kingdom Come.
1: Oh, wonderful! Great from the they, first story arc. Oh yeah. Um, With Dan and Moore. also, I believe the next issue. Is the number 19 is the Nicholas Cage Nicholas Cage uh, variant cover which I'm very excited about I believe I only ordered that cover good for all the subscribers <laughs> everyone's getting the Nicholas Cage cover um, so yeah this is if you if you've been wondering about Batman Superman by Mark Wade this is a wonderful jumping on point number 18 get on it
0: this is top three book that that DC <clears throat> is publishing yeah, period for sure yeah
1: Night Terror Superman. Number two,
0: gotta have a nightmare.
1: Just a, just a wonderful. I was gonna say surprise, but we read number one and we're delighted. So, uh, Tom Riley, I don't understand why he's not drawing more stuff, unless maybe he doesn't want to. Because I love this art so so much. It's very much in the wheelhouse of D- Darwin Cook, uh-huh. um, and Chris Somni, yep. some of my favorite artists and this is this was fun I enjoyed every 100%. every page of this the, to me this, this was is, great
0: this does more work than the night terror so so far my favorite issues of night terrors have been Superman and batman mm-hmm. not the actual mini no have you up to date on the mini no I am
1: I'm, I haven't read three yet
0: uh it's pretty it's solid mm-hmm. like it's better than any but it, these are just wonderful uh as far as the plot goes there's a lot of it in here mm-hmm. a lot of it.
1: It's basically uh, the super family Mm -hmm. um, sort of all jumping into the same dream together. They're somehow able to navigate their dreamscapes to join others.
0: I liked the stuff happening outside of their dreams, like we find out why some people are asleep and some aren't, and then they base they uh, uh, Joshua Williamson basically sets up how we're going to wake people up, Mm -hmm. which is fine. This 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 is a. As far as a tie-in issue to another event goes, it propels the plot, and it doesn't seem useless. Right. Right? Like, a lot of these tie-ins are just like, put a banner on it, mm-hmm. and it's it doesn't move the plot of anything. Yeah. This actually this moves does. the plot, and it's yeah. nice.
1: And it's so good-looking. God damn. Yeah. I mean, Half
0: the fun is the art. We talked about this last time, but I think Tom Riley is doing the G.I. Joe book with Joshua Williamson, <gasps> right? Did we did? I don't remember that. Yeah, I think it. That doing, makes me happy. He's doing Duke wonderful
1: yeah oh that's great to right hear. i'm now i'm even more excited because i didn't care about reading duke oh, i don't I'm care gonna, about duke as a character i
0: i don't have much history of gi joe in comics i was comics. excited. I know for you do
1: cobra commander and i was excited for transformers no interest in duke even though i was going to read it but now that i know Tom riley's going to be drawing it i'm actively that excited is,
0: for duke that is the epitome of comic book fans like i have no interest i'm obviously going to read it but i have yeah. no interest <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: i'm obviously, I'm
0: obviously going to read it yeah but I don't care. This
1: was this was pretty fresh.
0: Yeah, this was pretty fresh. This was pretty. Fresh. I, uh, Night Terrors is not as terrible as I was anticipating. Mm-hmm. Overall, yeah, I, I thought it was gonna be. I awful. mean, I do miss my normal books. Yes, uh, but if they need time to catch up, okay, whatever. Have you read
1: any? Have you read like the Flash or Nightwing? Uh,
0: I have Nightwing. I haven't read it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just curious to see if any other ones are worth jumping in on. Um,
1: I think that's it. We did it. Is there anything
0: you're excited to read? Uh, well, I mean, I I read a little extra oh i will say that the um issue two of hawk girl is yeah. pretty wonderful yeah well, yeah it's good stuff we both enjoyed issue one um it's good stuff uh void rivals has even more cameos and a pretty good twist at the end um yeah i'm I, well, excited for
1: spider-man 11
0: what is that is that an an actual spider-boy story
1: let's 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 look real
0: quick i want spider-boy stories yes, yes it is I will take Lots that. Lots of Spider-Boy. I'll take that kid. I'll take that guy's issues 10 and 11 if you can find me 8 and 9. Are they still in print?
1: I don't know. I'll look for it. Hmm. But yeah. Oh, also, John Romita Jr. Or John Romita Sr. passed away.
0: I'll, and there's a night... Nice, every Marvel... Every Marvel book, yeah. Every
1: Marvel book starts off with one, two, two, three pages. Um dedicated to John Romita senior yeah
0: it's it's a uh, I'm gonna say it's it's, <clears throat> it's a light-ish week for me uh and I think that we talked about some of the best books already for me that I was looking forward to reading oh yeah. you know what uh, J- uh, J- uh JD in his hand has this Dawn of DC penguin takes flight mm-hmm. uh issue zero so Tom King and Rafael della Torre are releasing a new penguin book yeah uh, in continuity the penguin. But it's based off of the continuity that is in this issue. So um, the first arc of Chip Zdarsky's Batman run had backups of... So, Catwoman? It starts with the Penguin being killed by Batman. Mm. Uh, Erroneously. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But um, his lawyer, I do that with air quotes, uh, asks Catwoman to find all of the heirs of Oswald Cobblepot because Mm. he spread a seed around. Yeah. Um, and then it's kind of like a, it's a story about finding the actual heir to the Oswald fortune. Yeah. And it's pretty dark and it's kind of good. Uh, okay. and it's by Zadarski. This zero issue that comes out is just a recollection. It's, it's a reprint of all of those backups together. So mm-hmm. you're ready for the new penguin series coming yeah, out.
1: So it's basically giving you the status quo mm-hmm. of It's the penguin.
0: It's a legitimate zero issue. Cool. Good. So anybody that's interested in not reading the Batman proper book, get on it. Because it was actually a really, really good backup story with a couple of good plot twists.
1: Yeah, and I'm excited because I love me some Tom King these days. That's right. Yeah.
0: All right. Thanks. Oh, tonight mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about... Heart of Stone, uh, a new movie on Netflix uh, with Gal Gadot and I don't know, Jamie Dornan, sure. other people. Now, you're probably wondering, like, why the hell are you bothering with this movie that dropped on Netflix... It's because it was re- the story by and written by Greg Rucka, mm-hmm. who is a very famous, very well-regarded uh, comic book writer yeah. and novelist.
1: And also did uh, the
0: movie... The Old Guard.
1: The Old Guard, which mm-hmm. I very much liked. So, yeah, we we'll are talking about that tonight on the live stream at 8 o'clock. Join us on YouTube, uh, Facebook Live, and Twitch, and we will talk at you later.
0: Do-do-do. Bye. Might not work out all right
1: Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to
0: podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there,
1: be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new Thunder Rounds and
0: episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later. Thank you